besides dead bodies. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. Sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hold in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hope in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong. But it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hope in your soul. I have my sister Leandria here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. guys you know it's hard to kind of cut out that kind of song um welcome to east talk i am your sis mikey i'm absolutely happy to be here on tonight let me go on my page just to make sure that um first of all you guys can hear me um for whatever reason i have to always make sure of that um and I, I, I see that you guys can hear me. So welcome to East Talk. I am your sis, Mikey. I am absolutely happy to be here on today. I'm excited about this topic. I don't think that I have enough time to really dig in it like I want to, but I want to stop by on tonight just to encourage us. Um, I know that there is a lot of churches, a lot of people that's not into um First of all, this is a Christian podcast. Like, I ain't going to give you nothing but what God got. I'm not giving nothing else. Um, and if, that's, if that don't fit you, then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to even apologize for it because um, this is a Christian podcast. That's how I live my life. Um, that's how I'm going to continue to live my life. Um, but I know that just with this topic, it's me. It's me. It's nobody else. It's no... Um, it's not my friend, um, it's not my brother, it's not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, like it's me. Um, and I talked about like, um, and just introducing this topic, I was like, at the end of the day, we are all are responsible for our own accountability. And I think right now in today's society, in the world, let me go ahead and hit it real quick, in the church, um, we lack accountability. 
nobody want to take accountability for anything. If I have a minister mic in before my name, I'm, I'm now I'm 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 a lead. I'm in leadership, so I don't I don't have accountability. Can't it, nobody can't tell me nothing because I'm in leadership. Or um, if you're not in leadership and you just don't want to hear what people have to say because people can't tell you nothing, like. Um, I think that's what's wrong with the world. Everybody have their own way of doing things and there is no structure. There's no order. There's nothing in their life that say, hey, you doing too much. Um, hey, you, you hey, you in you're in a bad situation. Like people don't want to hear that, but their life is in shambles. Um, your life is in shambles, your family life is in shambles, your children don't even hardly like you, and they don't even respect you. It says a lot about you. <laughs> um, and I believe that there are some kids out there that just do what they want to do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these dysfunctional families, these dysfunctional relationships that we have with one another. And there, no one can tell you nothing because you don't want to hear it. Um, so today I'm talking about it's me. If you've ever been a part of my podcast and you've always listened to my uh, podcast, you know accountability for myself is very important. I can't be who I need to be if I don't take accountability, if I don't evaluate my life, if I do not look in my life and ask God to search me. We don't live in a day and a time where repentance is our number one goal. We just don't. We skip over repentance. We, we skip over. I, I, I can barely walk in church nowadays and see true deliverance because we don't do it. And I don't understand why we don't, why there is not deliverance taking place um, in church. It's hard to find in church. We have dancing, we have shouting, uh, we have persuasive words, but we don't have true deliverance. And so I believe that also uh, hinder us from being accountable. Um, I remember growing up and as God was using me in the church, I would see or I, within myself. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about purging, right? Um, but there's a deliverance that take place. For me, there was a deliverance. I've been, I've purged before. Um, and if I need it right now, I want God to purge me, like a purging. Um, I'm, I, I didn't grow up in a, I grew up Baptist, right? But I didn't grow up in um, uh, Pentecostal. I didn't grow up in Kojic. I didn't go grow up in a Holy Ghost filled church, but I did grow up in um, Baptist. But my personal relationship with God is what brought that Pentecostal, that uh, old school um, deliverance in me. Um, I didn't grow up around it. Um, I, I rarely, rarely saw any of that kind of deliverance in church. Um, but I want to be honest with you, but de deliverance is necessary. It's necessary. And it's something wrong with the functioning of a church that do not operate or do, do, does not operate in deliverance. I, I, keep your shout. Keep your dance. I want deliverance. And I think because we do not have that functioning in our church, people lack repentance, not lamenting. Lamenting is where you're crying and there's not a change 
in your actions or in your lifestyle. I'm talking about true repentance. I'm talking about Paul when he was on his way to Damascus. <laughs> I'm talking about that type of deliverance. I'm talking about that type of change, that type of repentance. Um, if you read in the book of Acts, when Paul was on his way to the road of Damascus, you'll read that there were three things that took that took uh, took place in his in in Paul's tra uh, transforming his life. When, there was three things that took place. You hear that it was you read that there was a confession. The first time he ever acknowledged Jesus Christ was his confession. And we have to get past the confession. I believe that people just confessing. That's why he says that you, you know, you did all these things, but you knew me not. Depart from me, you works of iniquity. We're living in a day where I have to come on here and I have to be honest with us and tell us that we cannot afford not to take accountability. We cannot afford not to repent. We cannot not afford not to take God seriously and have him to search us and, and, and find those things that are not like us in our lives. We cannot afford that. Paul was on his way to do somebody dirty, do the church dirty. And God stopped him. And there was a conversion, excuse me, there was a confession. There was a conviction and there was a conversion. If those three things are not happening in your life, then something is incomplete. There should be a transformation in your life, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul about your life. Um, and the lack of accountability is dangerous. It is. It is. The lack of it is dangerous. And I don't think that we take it seriously. That song, I believe that that song was prophetically wrote, right? And especially for Leandria, <laughs> people like her that feel like, you know, because I've been hurt or I've experienced this and I can do whatever I want to. I can't trust people. You have to come to a point where you have to trust somebody. And if you trust God, you're going to trust the people that God is sending your way. The problem is that we think we don't have to listen to nobody else. We think that we're grown. I've, I've been guilty of saying this. I'm grown and I can do what I want to do. Yeah, you can't, but you, you can, but you really can't. Because what you're doing is not just affecting you, but it's affecting the people that's connected to you. And so where we like to look at other people, God is saying, I need you to look at you. I need you to see those things in your in your life that is displeasing to me. I need you to look at your life and be for real. I need you to be the man in the mirror. We're real good about clapping and shouting, you know, going off on other people. But when it comes to us, we don't want to hear it. And you can see it. You can see it in the world. You can see where people are doing whatever they want to do. People are acting the way they want to act. They're saying what they want to say. Some of us are hidden. Some of us, the only way you know that we're not right is through the fruit of our lives. Look at the friendship that people have. Look how they in and out of people's lives. You have, to, you have to pay attention to all that. To lack accountability for our own self is dangerous. If there is no accountability in our life, we cannot grow. And it's dangerous. Why? Because Romans 14 and 12 says, so then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. This ain't even just about other people. This is about one day when we stand before God, we're going to be held accountable. I know they're not teaching it, 
I know they're not making you aware and keeping your mind on the fact that one day, and the, the way the world looking right now, one day real soon, you're going to have to stand before God. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to stand before God no any kind of way. I don't want to see, I don't want to be caught in my sins. I do not want to be entangled in things, in emotions, and all these things that we're wrapped up in in this world right now and stand before God. I just don't. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for you. I don't want it for my children. I don't want it for my loved ones because now I can take accountability. I can look at my own life. And the thing about it is that we know when we be doing wrong. We know. We know it's us. And yet for image, yet for pride, yet for ignorance and arrogance, we won't tell ourselves that it's us. Because we really believe that this stuff is not catching up with us. And it's already, it's not, it's not the fact that it's not catching up with us. It's already with us. All you have to do is look at your life. All you have to do is look at the fruit of your, your life. Maybe, maybe your children will change if you change. Maybe your children will repent if you repent. Maybe your, maybe, maybe your relationship with your sister get better if you get better. But we don't want to hear that because we don't want to be held accountable. But one day, one day you got to stand before God. It's dangerous because my soul is on the line. It's dangerous because my soul is on the line. Frying brimstone is real, real. Real, real. We can't even handle things here. Are you sure you're going to be able to handle things in hell? <laughs> I do not want to live a life in a life of hell to die to go to hell. That don't make sense. If there is no accountability, we cannot grow. God, listen, this is the thing that people need to understand. God uses, I ain't even nowhere close where I need to be. God uses his word. And most of us do not read the word of God. We just don't. Most of us. We, or we're not consistent in reading the word of God. And when you're not consistent in reading the word of God, then you're not consistently holding yourself accountable. He used his word. He used the Holy Spirit. A lot of us don't even know what the Holy Spirit come to do. We don't even, we're not even connected with the Holy Spirit. I'm reminded of Paul when he was amongst the believers in Acts, I think it's chapter 19. He asked some believers, they were believers, but he asked them, have you received since you last believed? Because something in their life was incomplete. When you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is not leading you and guiding you, your life is incomplete. You can't hear in the noise that you're in. And so you can't look at yourself and say, it's me. I'm the one that got the issue. I'm the one that need help. Not only do that, but God used people. And I'm going to stay on people today. Because most of the times we get a word through people. We go to church. That's the only word that we get is through people. And we're held accountable. The Bible says in Galatians 6 and 1, it says, brother, if anyone is caught any, 
in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch over yourself, lest you too be tempted. God is using people. But we're in this time and they can't nobody tell me nothing. They just man. Well, I don't know what you're going to do because God using man. I'm not saying that everybody's qualified to correct you. But there are a lot of people qualified to correct you. And your issue is that you're just full of pride. The Bible says that iron sharpen iron. So one person sharpens another. I don't want to be in relationship with nobody where no we can't hold each other accountable. I don't want to go to a church that's not holding me accountable. And the lack of accountability is a heart issue. And then it's your heart. It's not just it's not just in your mind. You have heart issues. When you lack accountability, when you lack not being to not being able to take accountability and say it's me that's the problem everybody is not the problem everybody you send all your friends i know somebody that literally have talked about every single one of her friends but everybody else is the problem except her now it's your heart how you gonna know what's in my heart? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. The Bible said the heart is, uh, uh, is deceitful and desperately wicked. We don't know our own heart, but it's shown in your actions. And it's shown in the words that you speak. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. People are listening and looking at what you're doing. And when they try to bring you correction, you mad about it. How you gonna tell me? Because I'm looking at it. it I'm looking at you. You act like I, I ain't seeing this. You should be able to see it. That's the issue. It's something wrong with us spiritually when we cannot see ourselves. And most of the times, most of the time, it's a heart issue. It's something wrong with your salvation. There's something wrong with your relationship with Christ when you cannot see the wrong that you do. 1 Corinthians 10 and 21 said, you cannot drink this, drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the, the Lord's table and the table of demons. At some point, we got to make a choice. I'm talking about us. We got to make a choice. We get on this thing, y'all judging, y'all judging. You know, most of the time, people not even judging. You just don't want to be corrected. We don't even know what judging means, but we use it all the time. I tell people, as a matter of fact, I tell people this. I don't have to judge your sin. It has already been judged by God. He said the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. It's judged already. I'm only here to give advice. And people don't want to hear advice these days. They want you to shut up and help them. Well, I can't do both. I can't shut up and help you. Because if you, if I'm helping you in your life and I see something that you're doing wrong and it's, 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 it has an effect on you and me, I got to say something. If I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. 
You might get mad. You might be upset, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Do not come around me, period, if you don't want to hear the truth. And no, I'm not harsh. No, I'm not doing it in a, in a way that, that's going to, no. Some people just don't like to be corrected, period. I've seen people go to counseling and try to correct the counselor that's able to see the stuff that they can't see in their own life. How you going to go to the counselor and try to correct them? It's something wrong with you. That's why you there. Anything that's contrary to what they believe. Only what they believe. What you believe doesn't make it true. But we out here in these streets putting all these pressure on other people, mistreating other people, being ugly to people because we lack to take responsibility for ourselves. Listen, judging is the means to separate, to pick out, to select, to choose by implications. It means to condemn, to punish, to avenge, or to conclude. Most of the time when people say, I'm, they judging me, you ain't being judged. There are some people out there that's judgmental. I ain't gonna lie, there are. But most of the time when we when we are being corrected, there's not because people are judging you. The Bible says, the, the, you who are spiritual, go restore. And how can I restore without identifying what the problem is? And so... I know accountability is like not taking accountability operate from a place of pride. For whatever reason, people put on this facade, they put on these masks, like people don't really see you. Like people don't really know who you really are. Baby, you are already exposed. Humble yourself. You're already exposed. You've been difficult. You're difficult with everybody. <laughs> it's not them, it's you. It's not them. It's me. I hold this dear to my heart. Like, I want to be a good person. I want to be right before God. I want to be free. And so I love accountability. It don't feel good all the time, but I know that when I take accountability, I have a better life. Y'all, life is regularly because... You don't take accountability for nothing. It's everybody else except you. And the root of pride comes from, from a lot of things. The root of pride comes from having low self-esteem. That's why the devil wanted people to give him worship like they gave God. He wanted the place of God. He had low self-esteem. His position in heaven wasn't good enough. <laughs> pride, we operate out of pride. And guess what your pride does, according to the scripture? Pride goes before destruction. So you're killing. You're sabotaging. You're hurting everybody around you because you won't take accountability. We be knowing, like we be knowing that we wrong. But that pride, you can tell by your disposition. You can tell by how you're talking, what you're saying. Every time somebody trying to tell you something. I don't, I, I honestly stop disconnect. I, I will disconnect from you. 
if I can't freely love you enough to tell you the truth, I don't even want to be around you because you harming and sabotaging everything around you. And it's weight to carry somebody that don't want to be held accountable. It harms every relationship and it harms the most important relationship, with, which is your relationship with God. I'm going to try to go through this real, real quick. I want you guys to evaluate yourself. I want you to evaluate me, nobody else. We don't take our time. We can we can post and repost stuff about other people, our enemies. Like, But what about us? What about our life? How regular is your life? <laughs> I know that you've been through a lot in your life. It explains you, but it doesn't excuse you. I know that you were molested. I'm sorry that you've been molested, but it doesn't give you a right not to take accountability and do whatever you want to upon the earth because you're dealing with people. I know that they they mistreated you, but it doesn't give you a right not to take accountability for yourself. You can't become what you hate. How often do we evaluate ourselves? How often do we correct ourselves? Get it right now. Because one day, as the scripture I read says that you're going to have to go before God. I know people ain't telling you this because they just want you to give a shot. They want you to have happy feasts and dance in the church. They want you to book and all that kind of stuff. But you still bound. You still living a reckless life. You still hurting yourself and hurting everybody around you. Doing stuff that you know ain't wrong because you don't have no accountability. And when somebody try to hold you accountable, you get you get an attitude. You start uh, attacking them because they telling you the truth. You be doing all kind of stuff, but then you say nothing wrong with your heart. But I'm looking at your actions. People who lack a accountability, heart is filled with contention. You always into it with somebody. You always got some debates disputes some controversies some strife can't nobody say nothing to you without you getting offended people that always offended then say that they're not offended are the most toxic people in the world like you saying oh it didn't offend me but you're talking about it. it did offend you because if it didn't offend you you wouldn't be talking about it it offended you you don't you won't even take accountability that it offends you. I know people like that because they're so full of pride. They're so arrogant, but they hurting themselves. They are sabotaging their own life. Accountability will cause you to look at yourself. If you know somebody, if you that person that's always in contention with somebody, always strive, debate, dispute, always keeping up confusion. You always into it with all your friends. With all of them. With all of them? You got a problem with all of them? You talk about all your friends? It's something wrong with you. You always into it with somebody. It's you. It's okay, say it's me. It's okay. It's not, it's, look, it's going to make your life better. <laughs> I'm telling you what I know. Working on yourself make your life better. It make your relationship better. And when you get right, and when you clean up yourself, I promise you that that freedom, you don't even want to connect with nobody else to do something different. 
People like that, they twist words. They miss, they are misleading. They lie. I can't stand a liar. Because if you lie, you're a manipulator. You're a gaslight. People, I don't like liars. I can't deal with them. Like, I really don't. I can't not communicate with liars. Because you can't trust them. They deny reality. They make stories up just to fit their reality. They sold discord. They'll never tell you what they did or what they said. These are the type of people that don't take accountability. Are you that person tonight? Do you really need to work on yourself? They have flattering lips and a double heart. <laughs> they convince people with their smooth speech and their words. But their life have no evidence of nothing. I know people right today that say they have this relationship with God. And, you know, they say, but your life, man, man, we should see the fruits of God in our life. We should see things that's happening. And I believe if we change, we can change the bloodline. If I deal with me, then I can change my bloodline. My kid's not messy because I don't, I, I, I don't, I ain't the messy type. I don't care what you're doing. That ain't my business to tell. I don't tell other people business like that. I don't. I don't share my other friends' business. If they found out, they found out from your mouth. Because I don't do that. If it's something they don't care and it's open, that's fine. But stuff that they tell me, I don't share stuff of friends that I'm no longer, I don't share stuff of, of people that I'm no longer friends with. You'll never hear it. I just don't do it. But your life should be evident that God lives there. There should be some fruit. If, if these Most people that don't take accountability, it's all smoking mirrors. Very misleading. Very misleading. It's all smoke. It's all smoke. Watch your flattering lips. Account people that don't like to take accountability, they're allowing you. I've seen some, I've been, I have experienced somebody lying in my face about something they did to me. And the evidence is right there. Like it's something wrong with you spiritually. I've had somebody to lie in my face and I literally got the evidence right there. Don't you know that the devil is the father of lies? You lying? He's the father of lies. But you've never been held accountable. But one day you will. One day we will all be held accountable. And we have to be careful. We have to be careful not to take accountability. It's a dangerous thing. It's a, the most dangerous thing that we can ever do. If you're not taking accountability, I know you're not at home repenting. I know you're not. You're not telling God you're sorry. You might be lamenting because you got caught. And because he's a good God, he's a merciful God, he give you another chance. And you think because he gave you another chance, it's okay. No, it's not okay. God, it's me. I'm the person with the unclean lips. I'm the person with the unclean heart. I'm the person with the unclean thoughts. People that don't take accountability are always trying to control stuff. They always demand in their way. 
they're relying on themselves. They can't take feedback. They can't take real accountability. They make up their own rules. They don't like constructive criticism. They don't like nothing. They just living out here. And I promise you, I know people right now. Like, I really know people right now. And nothing in their life has changed. Nothing. They still the same person. And because they still the same person, I mean, that's one of the reasons why they're not still in my life. They the same thing. They still breathing the same type of um, disruptive, toxic fruit. Nothing about them. They don't even make self-correction. They don't even correct themselves. My last one, and I'm done. They don't have a conscience and show no remorse. It's something wrong with you if you're not, if you do not have a conscience. That means you're doing stuff to people and you know it's wrong and you're taking vengeance and you're not sorry that you hurt them. You're not sorry that you said this. You're not sorry. Those accountability, like, it's so important because you become this type of person. You become the person that lies. You become the person that don't show remorse and not sorry, that don't have a conscience. You'll do any and everything. You become envious. You become jealous. That's what happened to say uh, the Lucifer. He became envious of God because he's dealing with some eternal stuff. We be dealing with our internal stuff. Yes, I understand you had a bad childhood. I understand that you was rejected. You was abandoned. But at some point, there's a change that needs to be made. It couldn't be all these other people. It's you. It's you that's toxic. It's you that's keeping up confusion. It is you that's that, that, that is keeping up discord. Plant seeds of discord and hiding your hands. I pray that we all look at our own lives at some point take accountability i believe that the world will be a better place i believe that the church will be a better place if people took accountability a lot of us are not tr trustworthy because taking accountability means that i have to be in truth most of us are not in truth most of us out here carrying on lies messing up our lives, sabotaging ourselves. Because at some point, it's just not going to affect other people. At some point, it's going to really just affect you by yourself. At some point, those people can move on and they can live without you. In that moment, it might have hurt them. But eventually, you're going to be the one left by yourself with all the horrible actions. It's your heart. In order for you to take accountability, you need to search. God needs to search your heart. At one what point do we not take accountability? We have to. If you can look in your life and you can see um, that I needed to take accountability, it's so important. It doesn't show your lack of. Um, of weakness is actually showing your strength that, hey, 
people have more respect for you when you take on your own accountability. People stick by you when you take on your own accountability. When you're honest with yourself, it's something wrong with you spiritually if you do not struggle against sin and evil, but you delight in it. People without a conscience delight in evil things. It's something wrong with you if you're not fighting against it. I would check my relationship with Christ. I would. When you look in that mirror, are you okay with looking at yourself and being honest with yourself? Most of us can't. Most of us can't look each other in the face because we know we lying. We know we doing some old shysty, deceitful type stuff. But that's the song saying, all I do seems to hurt me. It's me, Lord. I've seen people was saying that their heart was okay, but their action was horrible, evil action. You say you don't have a heart issue, but everything that you do in action is evil. It's me, God. I need you. We're living in a days where we have to take accountability because one day, one day very soon, we got to stand before God. And I don't want to stand before God, dirty and grimy, scheming and a liar. I want to have this great relationship with God. And when I stand before him, I want him to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come up a little higher, I'm going to make you rule over many. That's what I want to hear. Um, we're in the mid of the year. It's June, the month of June, which is not a really good month for me um, because I lost so many things in June. Um, but it is the, the, the middle of the year. And I thought that it would be befitting for us to check ourselves out, to look in our lives, make sure that you're not narcissistic, make sure that you're not out here doing raggly things, make sure that people, when they see you, that they can say that you have character, integrity, that you're a good person, that you are not out here wrecking up people's lives and then blaming them because you refuse to take accountability. There are a lot of people out there. There are a lot of people out there. A lot. And I'm not saying that people like myself are perfect. No. We're just saying that we go before God and we allow him to search us. And we're not ashamed to say that I messed up. And we're not ashamed to say that I shouldn't have said that and I apologize. And, I, and that we go to our family members who we've offended and we have done things to and say, we sorry. And that's followed up with action. That's followed up with a change of who I am. I cannot treat people the way they treat me. I might be mad about it, but I can't treat them the way they treat me. Even in arguments, I never say things that I don't mean. I know it's God because my mouth can be lethal. It can be. 
I know it's God. And I know it's the maturity that has been developed in me that holds my tongue. I've had to get off the phone with some people that said some real ugly stuff to me. Not that it was true, which is ugly. <laughs> Not that it was true, but just ugly. And I wanted to get back because our flesh, we have to fight again our, our flesh. I wanted to get, I wanted to get back. I wanted to check it. But the mature side of me says it wasn't worth it. You said what needed to be said and what you said was the truth and they couldn't handle it. And the reason why we can't handle truth is because we're not honest with ourselves. We can't even be honest with ourselves. We don't even evaluate ourselves. We don't even check ourselves. Remember, it's not always other people, but it's me. If this is the middle of the year. I pray that you guys have been blessed uh, by looking at yourself. All of us can stand to look at ourselves. Believe me, if you read the word of God, if you, my Bible's so ready for y'all, but I use it. You'll find a whole bunch of paragraphs in here. Um, but if you look in this, there's going to always be something that God is going to deal with you on first. As a preacher, God deal with me first so that the message that I give over can be effective for other people. I'm not telling y'all to do something that I don't do for myself. I checks me. I humble myself before a God. And I can humble myself before people that I have said. I have said some things. And I have done some things. And I had to go back and make those things right. And I believe I can get some witness that they ain't never had to worry about it again. Because remember, my repentance calls for me to go in a whole other direction. If your repentance to, your, to God and to yourself and to other people doesn't follow up, with change, it's just a form of manipulation. But because this word corrects me daily, not every once in a while, daily, the word of God corrects me daily. It's something in here that I'm going to read daily that's going to check me. And I accept it because I want to be a good person. I want to be a godly person. I want to be the person that God has designed me to be. And you can too. You just have to come into agreement that it's not other people this time. Lord, it's me. It's me standing in the need of prayer. It's me that's standing in the need of deliverance. It's me that needs to learn how to confess and be convicted so that I can have conversion in my life. It is me. I pray that you guys have been blessed. I pray that I said something to encourage you, to inspire you to look within yourself, to see those things that are not pleasing to God, those things that are sabotaging your life, your family life, your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your coworkers, your relationship with your, because this stuff affects everything in our life. It reflects. It affects every relationship. So I pray that you look at yourself and say, Lord, it is me. It's not my neighbor. It's not my friend, but it's me. Me that needs your deliverance. Me that needs to mature. Me that needs to find out a better way to handle life. That me that 
gets an attitude, that me that says harsh things when I don't like what somebody has told me or I disagree with them, it's me, Lord. Uh, I pray that y'all got you guys been blessed. That's all I have for tonight. I didn't get the chance to get through everything, but that's all I have. That's all the energy I gave y'all, everything I had. Um, I usually don't uh, acknowledge. I couldn't acknowledge. Um, but this is my dad been gone for years, July the 13th. And then I had an auntie that died on the same day that my dad died. And so this month is really difficult for me because I... Um, experienced a lot of losses. I lost my dad, but then I also lost my first year um, when he died in 2019, his first year, Father's Day, um, then his birthday. So all those things are hitting me all at one time. But God is faithful. God is good. And I'm still going through the grief process like everybody else that loves a parent or a loved one or a child. It's a process, but this is the month to evaluate. This is the month to become a better version of yourself. This is the month to let go some things that we brought from last year back into this year and we can see them. To let those things go, but it's me, Lord. And I know that I said last time that we was going to talk about some other things and I'm working on it. I, it might be next week. But God kind of in prayer, he kind of just suppressed on my heart that we need to look at within ourselves and see the things that we need to change. And I could have I, I didn't want this to be like a little fussing thing. I really wanted to come across as um, just evaluation. Um, but that's all I have. Let me pray. I've been long winded today. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you and we love you. We thank you, Lord, that we can come before your throne. We can obtain favor and grace. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us every tool that we need in your word, Lord God, so that we can be who you called us to be. God, we repent in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and we tell you that it's been us this whole time. It's been us with unclean lips and unclean hearts. It's been us, Lord God, that's been out here in these streets living raggedly. It's been us, Lord God, that have found ourselves going back to our old patterns, our own cycles, our old ways, God. It is us, Lord God, that's having a difficult time changing the things that we know that needs to be changed. God, we, we know, Lord God, that we might can put on a mask for everybody else, Lord God, but we know that you know the truth. Lord God, we want to be pleasing in your sight, Father. We don't want to be stinking in your presence, Lord God, but we want to be pleasing in your sight, Lord and so we're asking for forgiveness, Lord God. We're asking and we're giving you, Lord God, everything, Lord God, and asking you to help us in, in the errors of our life that we are most prideful in. The errors of our life, Lord God, that we don't want nobody to really know who we really are and, and what we're really capable of and the things that we've really done. Lord God, we're asking that you evade those areas, Lord. We ask for deliverance. We're asking for healing. We're asking for breakthrough, Father. We're asking that you completely come in our lives, Lord, and begin, Lord God, to orchestrate us, Lord God, in a way that we, when we look in the mirror again, Lord God, that we don't even recognize ourselves. God, we are asking for change. We're asking not to be uh, uh, not to be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Hallelujah, Lord God, so that we can present our bodies a living sacrifice that's holy and acceptable unto you, Father. 
We're asking for change, Lord God. This world needs change. Your believers need change, Lord God. We need to be different. We need to talk different. We need to act different, Lord God. We need you to be not just Savior, but we need you to be Lord. We need you to be master. We need to be seeking after you and your word. We need to keep your 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 word, Lord God, and hide it in our hearts so that we won't sin against you and ourselves and other. We need to know, Lord God, that we have to love ourselves first. In order, and we need to be truthful with ourselves first, Lord God, before we can do it to others, Lord. But it's going to take our relationship with you, Father. The reason why we're living raggedly is because our relationship with you been raggedly. And we're asking, Lord God, that you will help us, God. Some of us need help. Some of us been in a place too long, Lord God. We need deliverance. We need healing, Lord God. We cannot do it by ourselves. We're asking for transformation, Lord God. We want to be different. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray, Lord God, that you will hear our hearts, our petition, our supplications, Lord, and that you will answer us. And every time we read your word, every time we hear your word, there's a transformation taking place, Lord God, that the things that used to taste good to us don't taste good no more. We're asking you to change our taste buds. We change, we're asking that you will uh, filter our minds with the things of you, Father, so that when we look upon you, Lord God, we can give you glory, glorify your name and tell this dying word that you are the ones that saved us. You are the one that delivered us. You are the one that healed us. We give your name praise. We give you honor and glory that belongs to you. We pray that if anyone that listened to this podcast or listened to this prayer that don't know you as their Lord and Savior, we pray, Lord God, that they will confess to their mouth and believe that you rose, you died, and you hung and bled for their remission of their sins. But you didn't stay there, but you got up with all power in your hand, Lord God, so that they will have the right to the tree of life. We thank you. We love you all tonight. And we give you glory in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Thank you guys for coming on tonight. Uh, thank you for um, your support, your dying, your undying support. Um, thank you for listening to me. I promise you it works. The God, God words work if we work it, if we keep it in our life, it works. Um, this is a humbling um, servitude that I have to constantly evaluate myself. First of all, I don't want God to take his Holy Spirit away from me. I don't want him uh, to take his anointing off my life. Um, I don't want to lose what I should be gaining. I want my life to be a living sacrifice. I want people to look at my life and see that God really do live in my life by the fruit that I bear, by the lives that are changing, um, by the people that are close to me um, changing. Some of them, you know, some people, you know, hey, it just is what it is. Some family just is what it is. Um, but you will be able to see God um, because the fruit that they're bearing is a good fruit as well. And so thank you guys. I love you guys. I'm going to try not to be so long-winded, but this little 30 minutes be going by fast and I'll be trying to stay with it. And I'm going to try to tweak it a little bit so that I can say, I want to take up your time. I want to be, um, careful with your time and your presence but that's all i have thank you guys for being on here
Um, I think I'll be able to see somebody on here. I said, I know my auntie on here, my aunties, um, uh, my friend. Um, my friend said, where is the moral compass? Friend, they don't even, we, most people don't even know where morals are these days. There is no moral compass because they're not connected to God. And a lot of people have not been taught. And so because they have not been taught, they don't know. Uh, I see Nita on here. I see my Indeedra. I see my boo on here. Hey, Dorcas. Um, my friend Toya is on here. Um, thank you guys for being on here. Thank you for your support. I see my 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 girl Talina on here, who um, we all be holding each other accountable. So I have real friends. Um, and they don't mind telling me how they feel. I have real friends. My other friend ain't on here, uh, Regina. Uh, Regina's older than me. I mean, she gonna hate me that I said that, but she's older. She's older in a lot of ways, not just in age, but wisdom, knowledge. And when I can tell her how I act, and she was like, well, you know, you got to do such and such. And I'll be like, I know, friend, but it's a hard issue. Very honest. Um, but yes, it's time for accountability for all of us. We can't be in these streets living ragged. We're, we're, most of us uh, are some, uh, the only Bible and book, the Bible that people read. And so we're accountable for them. Um, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but thank you. I have somebody on here from YouTube. Ahu? I know I might have pronounced that wrong, but thank you. He said, good talk. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's a guy or a female. I don't know, but thank you. Hopefully, you'll come on again and listen to um, this podcast. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for all the people that are new that don't know me, just kind of, uh, uh, you know, came on on accident thank you for joining us tonight um i'm grateful for your for you being here i pray that something was said to encourage you uh, we just it's in the middle of the month and we're just looking at ourselves this month we're looking at the things in our life that needs to be changed you're never too old to change i have a 91 year old grandmother that's always changing um she's one of the people that keeps me humble uh my granny said it can't be hot, uh, it can't be lukewarm. Cause gotta spit you out. Like that's one, you know. I've heard my granny pray for some stuff that she didn't did and uh had to correct herself in the process of her prayer. So um thank you guys for being on here. Talita said Regina is her girl. Regina crazy, but she'll hold you accountable. Um thank you. I love you guys. You know that I tell you all the time, sis, be wise, have understanding, create your own boldness and seek your own change. Thank you. I'll see you guys on the first, second, third Thursday of each month. Um, and y'all pray for me and I'm praying for you guys. Um, good night and I love you. Bye.